Welcome back to another episode of the podcast. Also, regardless, it's Joey. I'm here on a Wednesday, and I actually have a special guest with me, my good friend Nick. Nick, you want to introduce yourself? How's it going? It's good to be here. <laughs> it's the first time, uh, first time I've had someone on, so it's a little... We're trying to test the water, see how it goes. Yeah, pretty much. Um, I've always wanted to probably bring someone on, and I figured, Nick, you'd be pretty good for the first one we've known each other for what several years now yeah Spikes. eight nine yeah something like that um so i guess we could talk about that how we met stuff yeah. like that yeah so i don't know if you actually know like obviously uh we met from flag football way back mm-hmm. in the day but you probably just thought it was you know some random touch of fate but uh actually we, ha- we have another mutual friend christian and oh yeah your boy Christian was hyping you up for the for the flag football draft. We were probably like nine or ten years old. That's funny. I didn't know that. I didn't know that you like talked to Christian before that. Oh yeah, I've known Christian, you know, for a long time. His dad was my first coach in any sport back in rec soccer. I was oh, probably he played like, soccer. Yeah, wow. yeah. His dad. He was the first coach I ever had, and I was probably like four years old. Jesus. Yeah, but anyway, we were moving into football, and we had already decided that, you know, Bob was Christian's father. He was going to be the assistant coach. And um, he said, yeah, I know this kid, Joey. I think you guys played, like, in Venice together or something. Maybe. I remember I did play in Venice. I don't know if Christian did. But I knew Christian. I was in his uh, – we were in the same fourth grade class together. Right. So that's how I knew Christian. Yeah, so he said, you know, we should pick you. It was one of the later rounds, I guess. And <laughs> However that just, draft works. It just worked out. Well, so. no, that was fun. Flag football was fun. I miss flag football. Yeah, I mean, ironically, I always looked forward to flag football way more than tackle. Oh, for sure, because you could always ball out and pop or, or in, a, in flag. <laughs> exactly. You were, it's like a bunch of kids that, like, their parents don't want to put them into tackle because they don't want them to get hurt. So they put him in flag football. They're like, come on, Jimmy, you can play flag. And then you just have the kids that just absolutely demolish them athletically. And they're so, like, more advantaged and all that stuff. But no, flag football was fun. I miss it. There's not really many flag football leagues for kids 19 and 20. Washed up uh, 20-year-olds who (laughs) miss the glory days. Pretty much. We barely peaked in high school football. So there was that. (laughs) But yeah. no, you're uh, you do flag football at UCF, right? Yeah, I mean, if if you're gonna go to a university, you gotta do the IM sports. It's it's honestly the highlight of my university experience thus far. I can so. imagine. Yeah. So for those of you guys who don't know Nick, um, he does go to UCF. You recently changed your major. That's correct. You know, you find most people find out that uh, engineering is pretty rough. <laughs> Especially what it was aerospace engineering. Aerospace engineering. Yeah. Yeah. So I can imagine. Made it, you know, probably about halfway through, and it just wasn't working out. So now I'm a political science major, um, pre-law. I plan on going to law school now. And, and I plan on following you in that track. It should be awesome. We've got quite a few friends who are looking at that route now, so it'd be uh, it'd be nice to continue, you know, just we grew up together, so. How dope would that be if we just had, like, our own law firm? a law firm? Like, that'd be so sick. It'd be awesome. It's and a lot of work, but that would be dope. For real. I can just imagine, like, well, because, what, have we, 
we don't have like a plan of it yet. Like if we do do a law firm, is it like criminal lawyer? Is it like entertainment stuff? Is it sports related? It's yeah, like you said, it's this is all a new path for all of us, honestly. I mean, Cal, our other friend who we're referencing, who wants to be a lawyer, is he's just he was an orthodontist major, I guess, <laughs> if that's what you call it. That's what he's wanted to be since he was like eight. I mean, uh, he realized he wasn't gonna make it that way either. So, you know, we're all on this new uh, this new path. It's just kind of up in the air at the moment, but. It's exciting to think about. We'll see how it goes. Hopefully yeah. it all works out. I tell people, like, people are like, oh, what are you going to do when you go to school? And I'm like, oh, I want to end up going to law school. And it's like, that's such an easy phrase to, like, get out. But then you think about it and, like, the path to law school is one of the most treacherous, hardest things to do. And then, like, after law school, like, the bar, the LSAT, all that stuff is mind-blowingly crazy. Yeah, I mean, it's... You know, I'm sure a lot of little kids grow up like I want to be a lawyer. Uh, that's probably one of the most sought after you know jobs is you make a lot of money. Yeah, but as well. A lot of people don't know there's a lot of poor lawyers too because it takes a while to make it. Well, and you've seen Daredevil. Daredevil. Right? Uh, <laughs> Better Call Saul. He, True. He's a public defender at first. He doesn't make a whole lot of money. That'd be the worst to be like a, one of those lawyers that like is assigned to a criminal that can't afford anybody. Like yeah. that's got to be the shittiest thing in the world. Sitting next to some of those people that you know are are just, guilty. Yeah, just pure animals, but. In the way our justice system works, you have to do your best to get them off. And yeah, it's, uh, that's crazy. I mean, shouts to those. It could be us, you know. Maybe, it could. Maybe we'll or be... we could be so good in law school that we just get picked up by like the best fucking law firm in the country. And they're fucking like John Morgan. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> swoop your boys up for the people. <laughs> oh my god. No. I can only imagine. But yeah. So how do you like UCF? <sighs> you know, I, I think. I'm probably in the majority of people who just have hated their experience <laughs> at UCF. I mean, it, it's, you know, it, it's a fun school. There's a lot of stuff to do. But um, just the experiences that you have with faculty and just trying to get your shit together over there is, it's just so frustrating sometimes. Like I've, I've said for the longest time that the only thing that ever happens right the first time is your tuition check going through. <laughs> I remember you saying that. What's it called? It's the... It's not the biggest school in the country. But it's, it's the like second biggest. Second biggest. Yeah. And it's like 60 plus thousand? 62,000 last I checked. I think we're second only to Arizona State or really? Arizona. One of those two. Crazy. Out west, but... Crazy, crazy. Yeah. Wow. It's, a, it's a beautiful campus though. That's <laughs> Maybe my priorities were misplaced when I was picking <laughs> a school, but one of the most important things to me was, uh, you know, how did the campus look? And I visited the University of Florida and like Florida Gulf Coast and USF and just I don't know they didn't Florida especially when I visited that it's it's basically like it's it's like a city it's not even it's not even all centralized like, yeah if you guys have never um seen pictures of uh UF's campus it's really old it's like all brick and it's not in like a centralized area it's like each building is like blocks apart yeah so spread, you, spread out all over Gainesville yeah yeah I can see how that would be, hey, be obnoxious yeah so I mean like I was saying that was one of my uh top priorities was I had to you know enjoy you know walking around yeah because you don't want to go to school somewhere for four years and then hate walking outside or like hate going to your classes like at least UCF is a nicer campus it's a right. lot invested into it and it's nice yeah, it's it's pretty crazy how it's one of the biggest universities, and if you don't live in Florida, you've probably never heard of it. Yeah. And 
Well, their sports aren't anything to write home about. No, I mean we have our we have our years, you know. Uh, we had Blake Bortles, the Jacksonville Jaguars. Yeah, that one year that they won the conference. They were up to like number five or so in the rankings. Um, well, Tavius Murray played that year, right? He may have. Yeah. He was the dude that did that with the video where he trucks the dude on the sideline. Yeah, you yeah. See, always see him on the Instagram like highlight pages with like the super sick B drop. <laughs> yeah, <it. laughs> always. But uh, yeah, I mean our basketball team, we. We went to the Final Four in the NIT this year, but which is that's all right. It's commendable, I in suppose. It, in its own, um, Taco is really cool. Don't you see him yeah. all the time? Yeah, really? oh yeah, you see him on canvas. It's crazy. It's like, hard to miss him because he's, he's what seven six, seven foot six, seven and, six. And you say that, and it's like, okay, so he's maybe a, a foot and a half taller than normal people. Like you wouldn't, <laughs> you wouldn't imagine he'd have like. It's literally like walking next to like a giant from like lord of the rings or something it, it's yeah. ins- it's insane it just blows your mind his whole hand like fits over the cover of a binder it looks like <laughs> a little like hobby or holly hobby notebook in his hand and he's, it's like a full-size binder i've only seen him one time in person it was when i was up there with um austin for his orientation when we yeah. were up there during then and we walked by him like underneath wet, by like the chick-fil-a mm-hmm. yeah we walked over there and this dude was like ducking <laughs> under the fucking awnings, like it was ridiculous. It'd be insane to be that tall, man. I can't even imagine. He's, he's automatically going to get drafted in the NBA, pretty much. Oh, for sure. He's... After what's this is junior year, senior year? Uh, this will be his junior year. Yeah, junior year, okay. he, was, he was actually started there the same year I did. So. Oh, nice. Mm-hmm. And he's from like what, like Sudan, Somalia, Somalia, something like that. Some yeah. country out there, out in Africa. Yeah. I mean, that's crazy. Like, they say, you know, like, being born in the USA is like a lottery ticket, right? Like, he won the lottery yeah. of life. But he literally was born a lottery ticket with his height. Because, I mean, that's automatically how many millions <laughs> of dollars. He had to come out of the womb at, like, at least three feet. Like, there's <laughs> no way he came out a normal baby. No way. And then... That's insane. I, I can't imagine he was ever short. Like, no. I mean, you can find, like, highlight tapes of him from high school and, like... You know, you see these videos on Facebook of like crazy athletes that are young and stuff, and he you could find videos of him back then. But he would just have to like touch the re- he would just he wouldn't have to jump for a rebound. He no, would just he, grab yeah, it. He, literally, there's pictures of him like our school uses all the time to like promote the games that are coming up of him just standing under the rim and just holding it, <laughs> like with his arms above his head. I can't even dunk, so <laughs> no, dude. I'm happy that I can even grab the rim these days, but. Yeah. We're not as athletically gifted as Taco might be. And I, he's not really athletically gifted, right? He's uh, just tall. I mean, he's a little awkward, but I think that comes with the, the territory of being that big. Because, you know? what, he's it's got a like a size 19 shoe. He 22. 22? <laughs> the same size as Shaq or something. I, I didn't know you actually it. knew that. Shaq no, was I just a saw a video the other day. I, I don't know. It might have been 22 or 23 or something. Either way. That has to be like specially made. Oh, of course. Can't just go to Foot Locker and be like, yeah, let me cop the size 22s. <laughs> My man's just never picking up the Yeezys because <laughs> they're never going to be in the right size. Jesus Christ. What's it called? The smaller sizes of Yeezys tend to like be cheaper. Oh, so I can only imagine like what a fucking 22 would cost. Oh my God. Just the material alone. Kanye like himself food. would like make the shoes and be like, here, these are my pride and joy. <laughs> <laughs> so we got this trip coming up, right? Yeah, let's talk about it. We're going to South Carolina first, right? That's right. We're, we're staying in Charleston. Okay. And then four hours west. Northwest. Northwest. Yeah. Up into North Carolina, actually. Okay. Into staying. Lake Toxaway? Yeah. It's 
supposed to be up near up the mountains there um should be a good time I we're mean, going with um hopefully all of our friends which is seven of us eight of us planning on seven of us yeah. seven of us as much as the car can carry yeah <laughs> we're taking the, the expedition uh to be determined okay perhaps michael's car but yeah i don't know about all that <laughs> yeah <laughs> i think it was like three hundred borrowing miles. anything from michael is oh, a red God. flag but yeah. um no it should be a good time this is the the second year actually joey wouldn't come with us <laughs> last year but uh all right so we've made this thing where we're we decided to like go on a road trip um every summer like the end of summer before school starts back up and last year the plan was to go to georgia and that plan was executed without me i did not join the other six guys let's just say prior engagements yeah Uh, um and i've heard about it every time any (laughs) trip has been brought up i've heard about me not going and fucking michael especially he's always like telling jokes or like making like a comment about it he's like oh but you weren't there yeah and i'm like thanks asshole essentially anytime we hang out we reference this trip just because you know we're we're all like 19 20 years old and it was like the first time going on vacation without our parents or anything yeah. unsupervised and uh, honestly i i do the same thing too because i'm i always forget that joey wasn't there so like we reference it and we're like oh yeah you don't you wouldn't know i guess but that all changes this year. Yeah, no, I'm planning to make the best of it. I'm absolutely excited out of my mind to go. Last year, I can't believe, like, I wanted to go so bad. <laughs> and, like, I even, like, brought it up to my now ex-girlfriend. Um, if you didn't know, I have an there. ex-girlfriend. I don't want to touch there. I don't want to go into that realm. I'm sure if you know me, you know the situation. Regardless, um, I wasn't allowed to go, pretty much. And that's pretty much the end of it. I had to, I had to look for somewhere to live for the upcoming school year because I was moving to Orlando, which is like two hours from me. So trying to find a house like a week or two before I actually had to move was super stressful. And I wasn't allowed to leave the state because if we did find a house, we'd have to move into it and all that stuff. The part that really sucks is that we didn't find a place to live until after I would have been back from the trip anyway, and we didn't move in until like a week after that. So I could have gone, and it wouldn't have been an issue. But in that whole time that everybody was up in Georgia, having a great time in the mountains, sliding down rocks, what fuck, tubing down the river, yeah. I was uh, making trips back and forth every other day from Orlando to find a place to live, which wasn't fun. No, yeah. Um, but I was thinking in regards to that, you know, maybe we don't do it on the trip, but I thought it'd be cool to, even if nobody else wants to listen to it, just for like our own uh, memories for later on, if we had all the guys, you know, get together and, and put it on tape like this and just talk about and our experience. A, oh, you know what I'm saying? I might have to bring the mic. Yeah. I thought that'd be a good time. You just like on the last day <laughs> of the trip, just set it up and, and, and just talk, talk about it. Talk about our experience while it's fresh. Yeah. While it's in our minds. Like, yeah, that'd be a good idea. Yeah. I was thinking about that. I was thinking, like, what if I brought this? And then I thought, like, how it would work. Right. And then I was like, all right, I don't really know if I can get seven other people or six other people to sit down in a big uh, circle and around talk. Around one mic. Exactly. It'd be a clusterfuck, but I mean, yeah. it's not like we would care. No. It's like, the way we're doing this, like, the effort that went into setting this up <laughs> was ridiculous. Um, For those of you guys who don't know, I don't think I've ever explained it, but the way I record these is I have a microphone 
set up in front of me, and I normally have my laptop behind the mic, and I talk into the mic, and that's that. But to do, um, to have another person on, the mic has a uh, function where you can, like, change the dial, and it'll, like, change where on the mic it picks up sound. So right now, I'm using it to where it picks up in the front of the mic and the back of the mic, which is supposed to be used for, like, interviews and stuff, which is what it says on, like, the instruction manual. But I figured it'd work out in a way to where if I had another person on, they could just talk into that side, and it'd get the job done. So having, like, six other people around, I think there's a setting where I can put it, so it's, like, it'll pick up all around, like, you would use it for if you were recording, like, instruments or, like, an orchestra, so, but I don't know how the quality of that would be, but I'm sure it's worth a try. Yeah, I don't know, man, but I'll tell you what, I think all your friends are real happy for you that you started this thing. It's pretty cool. I I do get a lot more support than I thought I would have, like, from you especially, like, (laughs) you're, like, always retweeting and liking shit, and I'm like, you're the fucking goat, like, just help a brother out, man. Shout out to Nick. No, it's real cool. I mean, I love podcasts in general. I listen to a lot of, like, Joe Rogan, for mm-hmm. example, and Steven Crowder, some other guys, Joe Santagato. And uh, it's kind of like a new new age creative thing that people are getting into. And, I mean, if you're going on a long car ride, there's really nothing better because you can only listen to so much music. Exactly. You know? Like, my Spotify playlist gets so outplayed right. so much. So when a new podcast comes out, like, um, who was it that we listened to that one time coming home from Orlando? That was Stephen Crowder. Was it? Yeah. yeah. His was entertaining. It was more like, it's political it, it's based, political, right? Yeah. yeah. But it was still good. Comedy, political type thing. Um, but yeah, no, Joe Santagato, I talked about him the first uh, episode. I listened to his. And then last night I was listening to Cody Coe's, like you saw. Mm-hmm. And no, it's just, it's, I, I like it because it's a way for me to like express the thoughts in my head because I always sit in my room and I'm like, I just want to tell somebody this, but it's like. I don't know if they'll be interested in it or like, I don't know if they'll care and like, I'll just sound stupid. But now if I just record it and then upload it somewhere, if you want to listen to it, you can. If not, at least I got it out there and at least it's put into the world of what's going on in my head. Joey is renowned amongst (laughs) everyone who knows him for just, you know, being able to hold these long dialogues or just having like strange thinking points about the most random of things so i think this is a great forum yeah. for, for you especially to it's it's definitely a uh, a therapeutic method to just relieve myself of all that i have to say yeah. you can only talk so much to other people like one-on-one right without them like what the fuck is this kid on about <laughs> like what are you doing like fucking go read a book go do something else fuck off so now it's cool yeah i like it it's fun we're this is actually the fourth episode which i it's probably like a couple days off, but when you guys are listening to this, it might be a month since I, since the first one, right? There's four weeks in a month. That would make sense. Yeah. It w- well, because I know that there's like five weeks in some months, like June has five weeks. Okay. So I don't know. I'm sure it's not exactly a month on the dot, but four weeks in mm-hmm. and we're bringing already, we're already having special guests on. Would so look at that, dude. You're come, coming along. <laughs> Always trying new things. So on the way over here, I was trying to think of a funny story that we could tell. And I was having a hard time pinpointing them just because, you know, we've hung out, you know, basically, basically every weekend for a few years. Whenever you're home, not at school. And when I was in Orlando, we still hung out all the time, too. Right. And so it was tough. But um, we talked about how we met through football. And so I suppose it would be only right to talk about, you know, the Super Bowl because Super Bowl 51, Super Bowl 51, particularly because for Super Bowl 50, there was a party. 
-hmm. but I wasn't involved in that because I wasn't allowed to go. So you guys can see a common theme here for the past, like, couple months, years, maybe. Not naming any particular reasons, of course. Nope. It was all... Unrelated. All unrelated. (laughs) So yeah, no, Super Bowl 51, that was, um, that was quite the night. That was a night. As most people, Super Bowl 51, I'm sure, was that are listening. Well, uh, unless you weren't really interested in the Super Bowl, which a lot of people I had contact with that night weren't. (laughs) But no, so for the Super Bowl, so backtrack a little bit. Sure. All of our friends, Nick included, me, myself, we're all like football is our favorite sport. So anytime like something big in football is happening, like if one of our teams is in the playoffs or in the Super Bowl, it's like a huge deal. Um, that is yet to happen. None of our teams have made it to the Super Bowl. <laughs> but, um, well, where we've all been together, they've obviously won before. But Sure. So we just decided any Super Bowl from, like, last year, from now on, we're just going to get together, have a big party, and just see how the night goes. Um, so we had it up in Orlando. We had it at yep. Nick's apartment. Yes, sir. And... Um, how many chris was the only one not there right right so there was i guess there was six of us plus my roommates yeah which was just michael and john right yeah so there was probably like i don't know at the height of it probably like only like 12 people there so like we're not throwing any like crazy no it wasn't like a huge get together and the apartment's not big enough for that it was a perfect size for how many people we had right and we're just trying to watch the game anyway we're not trying to you know throw some crazy no no project x x esque stuff if i can talk um so yeah, we we got together and we came up what a day early, right? So you know the first night we were just hanging out, and then the day of the game in general was a good story. Just like even before the game even started, yeah. And uh, so there, everyone's bored, I guess, because uh, we're just hanging out in the apartment the day of the game, and they're all trying to bother me for something to do since yeah. I'm I'm the only one who lived up there at the time. It's true. Nick knew all the areas. So if we wanted to do something, we hop in Nick's truck. And... Yeah. So if nothing else, I can entertain them by throwing them in the bed of the pickup truck. And, and Oh, it's the most fun. If you guys have never rode in the back of a pickup truck, like in the bed, it's the most fun you will ever have in a car. Like, obviously not doing anything crazy and like you can't go on the highway, it's illegal. But just riding like on streets, it's, oh, yeah. it's amazing. The breeze and everything, it's super cool. Talking to people that have their windows down, that's a... I can only imagine what kind of trouble you guys get in back there. That's true. You rode in the back of your truck once, though, right? Only just recently, yeah. Yeah, I let my girlfriend drive, and... uh, Austin. Yeah, I mean, it's it's a little scary handing over the keys of your car to somebody else. That's true. And me, especially, because I let Michael drive my car way more than I should. Like, (laughs) I give Michael probably way more credit than I should for having, like, him being in control of my car. I mean, to be fair, Michael was a pretty decent driver, though. He drove most of the way up to the Georgia trip we were talking about. Um, He, like, offered to, right? Yeah, I mean, he he stays up all night anyway, so he was wide awake and the rest of us were passed out. But anyway, going back to the the Super Bowl... um, I was just driving around because, I don't know, as much as uh, I know of places up there, trying to find something to do on a Sunday morning That's with free. six guys is, is rough. So yeah. we stumbled across a park and... Oh, know. that's right. I, co- I completely forgot about like going to the park and like finding that area in the woods. Yeah. yeah. yeah that's, well, that was actually on the way back from going to the skate shop first because uh, yeah. <laughs> Michael decided he wanted to try to skateboard. So we... Uh, we I'll, had him 
Go ahead. So yeah, we, we he bought a skateboard and we went to the skate park, and it's just hilarious because there's all these kids that actually know what they're doing, yeah. and, and Michael's got his little like pink rental helmet <laughs> with all the stickers on it. <laughs> drops down into the bowl and I don't know. Yeah. So for those of you guys who don't know Michael, um, I don't know how you don't know Michael. He's probably got every single one of the people that listen to this on Snapchat. Yeah. Because this kid knows everybody. So anyway. Our friend Michael, he is the most adventurous, I'd say, out of everybody, and just does not give a fuck about anything that happens to him, like, danger-wise. So, like, this dude's walking on, like, barely one foot. He's made of metal these days. Yeah, he's, like, broken his collarbone, like, three times, his ankle's all fucked up. Anyway, so he's, like, he just, like I said, he just doesn't care. So, like, him skateboarding is like the last thing you'd want him doing in his state and he's like nah fuck it i'm gonna learn how to skate and then he's like always sending us videos on instagram of like people doing cool skate tricks and then it's like whatever so yeah so he he shows up to the skate park he has the rental helmet we're all watching him he buys like a 20 dollars skateboard that's been like used for six years that was just in like a what was played against sports Mm -hmm. yeah so this thing's like beat to shit and just watching him like attempt to do the things that these other kids were doing was one of the funniest experiences I've ever had in my life. Oh yeah, he'd be a great guest for this podcast just because I wouldn't say he's a great storyteller, but the way that he says anything is just a He gets it from his dad. Yeah. He's got to get it from Sam. <laughs> his whole family is something else. No offense to his family, they're great people, but they're just crazy. Like no, I'm sure we all know families like that. Right? Yeah. Just don't even know how they function, but they're just no great happy people. They're all they're like in their own world always. Like in their house, they all know like what's going on when nobody else does. Mm-hmm. Anybody on the outside wouldn't know like how that functions, but it's just everyday life. Oh man! So so anyway, we we hit the skate park and Michael does his thing, manages to get out of there without any more broken bones or yeah, no, he injuries. He was good. Kind. He fell like twice, right? But he like didn't get hurt. Yeah, like, I mean, he slipped off the board. He has his moments, but so so I just was driving back home, and then I noticed some park, which, it, and I say park, it's not like swing sets and stuff. It's like uh, a nature type. Yeah, park. yeah, it's got like a couple of picnic tables, like pavilions and stuff yeah. like that, and then like several acres of just like wilderness on a river. So I was like, okay, this this will probably you know keep him distracted for long enough till <laughs> till it's time to pregame for the Super Bowl. We're all like four year olds with like the shortest attention spans. <laughs> like right. we need to be doing something. Right, and and so you know we start just walking down the river, and you know for a place in Orlando, it, it's you wouldn't think it exists because you know it's so like city. So yeah, like, such such a big city, yeah, but then it's the, very urban. But then right? there's this yeah 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 and then there's this park that's just out there and it's just some wilderness to explore so that was pretty cool um and so you know we're just walking through and we find this this cool spot yeah it was it was almost like like how would you describe it it was just like a big opening like a bunch of like different trees and like cliffs ledges i guess yeah it's really picturesque spot it's like on a sandbar on a, on a riverbank. Yeah, I guess is, yeah, you know. that would be the best way to describe it. And if you've never seen Florida, it, I'm sure most people who listen to this are probably live in Florida and know us. But probably, if you're not from Florida, um, you probably picture Florida just beaches and and you know Miami and stuff like that. But the interior of Florida, it's you know it's 
it's beautiful in its own way. It, it's, it's very rural. Yeah, and um, you know you got all your palms and yeah and stuff like there's, that. There's there's a lot to Florida that you'll never see on like a postcard. It's a lot of Florida is very flat. I've discussed this before when I went in my rant about Florida. It's just very flat. There's nothing really here, and there's the beach, but like the inside of Florida is just very like rural. Like I said, like there's the cities, but then outside of those cities, that's not developed. It's just crazy nature. That's just I don't know. It's weird. Like even in Northport, there's all that by Panacea. Sure. All yeah. of that is just nature. Just wide open spaces. Yeah. And... No, so yeah, it was cool because we found you know a cool little hangout spot just pretty much right right around UCF that you would have no idea is there if you don't just get we, out. We had to go stuff. like under an overpass, right? Yeah. Kind of under a road there. Yeah. So it was kind of hard to get to. And then getting back was a challenge too because we like didn't know where we were and then climbing over the ledges and it was a whole thing. That was the day that we uh, we went to Wawa too, right? Yeah, that was my first Wawa experience. That was my first Wawa experience as well. I had never even stepped foot in one ever. And God damn, did I not know what I was missing. For sure. Um, if you guys don't know what Wawa is... I, see, I say, like, if you guys don't know, but like you said, everybody listening to this probably lives in Florida, so they do know what Wawa is. But if you don't, um, it's just, like, the best gas station ever. It's, like, super clean. They make ridiculously good sandwiches. And they have just everything. Right. And it's not just like a gas station sandwich either. They have like basically a subway. No, it's, it's literally like their own subway right. in there. And they have people that make it and everything. And like the ordering system's all on a computer. It's like super high tech. It's mm-hmm. crazy. So anyway, we, we get back to my apartment after, you know, we, we go to the park and everything. And it's, you know, it's probably a little bit too early to start pre-gaming, but we have nothing better to do. Yeah. So... <laughs> We're having a good time, and then the game rolls around, and... <laughs> this is where shit hits the fan. <laughs> so, I'm sure you guys know, you've seen the Super Bowl before, there's, like, a good, like, half hour before the game actually starts, where it's, like, it's showing the stadium, and, like, showing things happening inside of it, but the game hasn't started. So it's, like, all the Super Bowl MVPs come out, and they do all that stuff with, like, the flag, and the national anthem, and, like, all that shit. And during that time, that was basically the first quarter for me. I was, I think, what, four? I say say like four beers deep is like, it's a lot, but they were all like consumed within like 10 minutes of each other. So I was like not feeling it, right? I was feeling it, but I was like not feeling well. So then by the time the game starts, I'm like about to throw up. And then I said to myself, okay, I don't want the Patriots to win, so every time the Falcons score, I'm shotgunning another beer. And then the Falcons, what, they put up fucking yeah. 28 in the yeah, first half? If you watch the game, they did score early and often. So, <laughs> so before we even get to halftime, Joey's fucking gone. I had already thrown up once. I threw <laughs> up in the first quarter when they scored like two touchdowns. I'd thrown up after that, and then from that moment forward, it was just water, like and I don't say water isn't like I was drinking water. I was drinking alcohol, but it tasted like water. I had no sense of anything anymore. Oh, my God. And uh, so the first three quarters of that game were like the best time Oh, of yeah, my it was life. one of the best football games I've ever watched for a person that doesn't want the Patriots to win. Because who the fuck likes the Patriots? Unless you're from Boston or you're just, yeah. you know, 
whatever. You have an uncle that's from Boston and you want to cheer excuse, for a good team. Yeah. yeah. But, um, yeah, so we're, we're having a good time. And Joey, every time somebody walks past my balcony, I live in um, student housing, not like a dorm, but uh, an apartment that's owned by my university. So there's like tons of people around all the time. And it's a college town. So there's people like walking by my balcony all the time. And every single time Joey walks past, he had to ask them I, uh, one question. It, it's it's a very embarrassing night for me when I tell this story because it sounds like I can't handle myself under the influence of anything. But I promise it was really fun. Um, so Nick lives on the second floor. Off of his balcony, I was, I would see people walk by. And just out of curiosity, I would just ask them who they had for the Super Bowl, who they wanted to win. And... Anyone that said the Falcons was like, okay, good job, go Falcons. And then anybody that said the Patriots, I may have berated them a little bit. Severely. I <laughs> I believe my most common phrase was, go fuck yourself. So you can imagine how that went over. Actually, it didn't go over very badly at all. Like, <laughs> nobody really cared. But um, I did get in an argument with two girls in the parking lot and Austin was there too and they just started like I asked them who they had for the Super Bowl and then they said like they didn't care or something and then I was just like why don't you care it's the best night of sports it was a whole big shit show long story short we had like a five minute argument from like a hundred feet away like balcony to parking lot and then I think I ended up leaving a note on their car with, like, a paper plate saying, like, sorry, I'm an asshole or something. Mm-hmm. And that was that. Mind you, the whole time this is happening, the Falcons are up, like, 28 to 3. Oh, my God, yeah. We were, I was like, there's no way the Patriots come back and win this game. Like, I was super confident in saying go fuck yourself to all these random people because there's no way the Patriots would win. And if you remember that game, you know how that turned out. And that made me feel like the biggest idiot in the world. Yeah, nothing like a piece of humble pie from from Tom Brady. Yeah, I'm but, still mad about that. Oh, I'm yeah. I can't. I'm not a Falcons fan in the slightest. No, not at all. But goddamn, did I want them to win that night? Yeah. <laughs> and it was. It wasn't until after the game that shit really picked up. Oh yeah, for sure. Because at that point we were just like, all right, fuck it. Yeah. No regard for human life anymore. It's yeah. like we just got absolutely bombshelled with Tom Brady just destroying the Falcons defense for one quarter. It wasn't even like the whole game. It was just one quarter of just utter fuckery. So we we were uttering, you know, praises of Natty Ice for Matty Ice. So we had our buddy, <laughs> That was the catchphrase of the whole night. We had our buddy Garrett go out and pick up, you know, we said go pick up like, you know, 12 more cans of Natty Ice just to, you know, in the honor of yeah. what what should have been for the Falcons. And uh my man's comes back with like, what was it like three he had, 18 packs yeah, or something? Yeah, he had like 30, or no, he had two 18 packs. He had 36 beers and it was like way more than we could have handled. Cause we still had all yeah. the Miller lights and we still had like half the Bud Light and he comes back with like a feast worth of beer. Like you could have given this to like 300 people and they would have been able to survive off of it. And we were just like, what the fuck? Like, what? But my friends are leaving in the morning, so I wasn't about to have all these leftover. Oh no, know, no! At all, we containers. finished. We finished all but what, like four? Yeah, something like that. And so, Garrett, great inter- guy. 
Garrett's a great guy. I love Garrett. And, Let's uh, just start by prefacing that he, he's awesome. Yeah, I, I think he listens to this too. So you it's know, true. while we're talking about Garrett, I just want to say he's going through a rough time right now. So shout out to Garrett. You yeah. know, we love you. Definitely. And uh, we, we hope everything works out for you. And uh, so, so don't mind us just completely exposing you. <laughs> Hopefully, you don't mind this story. <laughs> I'm sure we'll laugh about it. So, so Garrett was introduced to the world of Birio Kart after the Super Bowl. Yes, so Which I think we all were. Like, I mean, did you ever play it with John? No, I've never, I never played it with my roommates. But... I had known about it. So it's that game where you have alcohol and you play Mario Kart, and you can't drive your car while you're drinking the beer because drinking and driving is obviously not a good idea so anytime you are driving your car in mario kart you cannot touch your beer but to drink your beer you have to stop the car and you cannot finish the race until your beer is gone so there were a couple strategies mine was to just finish it all at once and then drive didn't really work out. I fucking sucked at Mario Kart that night. Garrett's was like, stop, go, stop, go. Or did mm-hmm. he get to the end and then drink well, it all at once? Garrett's was a bit unconventional. And I feel bad because I don't think he remembers this. But <laughs> I added a few extra rules for Garrett since he bought so many beers. I was going to make him help me get rid of them. Mm-hmm. And he was also like, this is after the game, after everything. So we've been drinking for a while. We were all having a good time. And then he said, he's like, I'm not... He's like, I'm not drunk at all. He's like, like you know, I'm, I'm not at all like you guys right now. Like, I'm fine. I'm like, I'm not going to have this. And we're like, fuck that. We so, just... Yeah, so not only did Garrett have to shotgun a beer just one time during the race, he had a shotgun a beer every time he fell off the map. Uh, yes. Every, if was... he lost, he had to shotgun a beer. And we, were, we started on Rainbow Road, which you all know... <laughs> I'm sure you can fill in the blanks of how the rest of the story went, but we're going to continue anyway. Rainbow Road is the biggest piece of shit map in fucking Mario Kart ever. Oh, no doubt. And uh, so, so so, from going from not being drunk at all, Garrett is absolutely shit-faced. By the second lap. Of the <laughs> by race. the second lap of the race. And, oh man, we made him play like two or three rounds of it because it, it took a while for it to completely set in, but... God damn, I've never seen someone so wasted. No, just think of like the drunkest person you can possibly be, and then that's Garrett. I, that that's pretty much it. What's it called? No, it was fun. It was definitely fun. He he was funny. Oh man, he, he I think he gave everyone at the place a hug at least like four times. We're all his best friends. Yeah, everybody. He made sure we knew that. He's like, you're my best friend. Specifically, hug. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and so he he's a big guy and I had to I, at this point I'm not, I stopped drinking cuz I knew shit was about to go down and I had to It was babysit. like what? It was like 1:30. Yeah, I don't know. We were maybe. probably like an hour and a half after the game ended. Yeah. And so I I have to basically just be Garrett's nurse and fucking carrying him to the bathroom and everything. And uh Every every time I had to carry him somewhere to the kitchen or whatever, he, he got a little bit more heavy because <laughs> his legs just stopped to function. Yeah. And so we we had to carry him. We were just going to let him sleep in the bathroom because we knew it was coming. And that's exactly what we did. And it if you look back, it's kind of shitty, but it was for his safety. 
Like, we were looking out for his best interest. We put this man in the bathtub and gave him a blanket, gave him a pillow. Him getting in the bathtub is, is the worst part because... Uh, so I'm, I'm carrying him with the help of Michael, who we've talked about several times over the course of this podcast. And I, I think... Garrett like bumped into something and his arm came up and slapped me in the face yeah. or something. So I like let go of him for a second and just then had he, a recoil. Like, fell. <laughs> and so he's just on Michael. I don't know if Michael like just just couldn't hold him by himself, being somewhat drunk himself. Mm-hmm. And fucking he just falls off of Michael into the shower and my shower has one of those ceramic like soap bar holders right in the middle. Mm-hmm. And his back just fuck his spine. Just he had collides. a huge bruise on his back too. Because he like fell straight into it. I remember he showed us the next morning. <laughs> just fell straight into it and into the tub, and uh, so he he actually stayed conscious for you know quite a while after that, and he was rapping uh, rapping songs to us yeah. and singing. He would I love his voice spectacular. <laughs> Fucking America's Got Talent definitely should pick this dude up. But um but yeah after we got him into the bathtub, like I said we gave him a pillow, we gave him a blanket so he was comfortable. And we put the garbage next to him just in case he needed to throw up, because you know how it goes. But he slept like a baby when he finally went down. Oh, yeah. That was the end of the party, obviously. Yeah, after that, we were all... Once somebody's that fucked up, it's time to quit. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Can't be like Penn State. Oh. Damn. Yeah. Yeah. If you guys don't know what I'm talking about, just Google Penn State fraternity. I'm sure it's the first thing that pops up. Um... What were you gonna say? So yeah, that was that was Super Bowl Fifty One, man. No, I, I'm looking forward to the next one. We were just talking about it last night. Yeah, it's getting getting worse every year. It's only a matter of time till someone gets arrested. Or... <laughs> I wish I was there for the first one, but you know, as we said. Yeah. Well. What's it called? So. I don't know. I think that went pretty well, right? Yeah, I think so. I mean, did you did you enjoy? the experience of being on the podcast yeah it's a good time i'm glad to come on and you know give you someone to talk to for sure it's definitely a lot easier what's it, what are we at 42 minutes yeah it's definitely a lot easier to talk to somebody else and tell a story i feel like it felt like super formal a little bit yeah but it, it i don't know we've obviously we've never done this i've only talked to myself you've just now been exposed to this mm-hmm. so i'm sure with more and more people that come on it'll be more natural through that right. but um, if you guys have stayed for this entire time, I do appreciate it. Um, as always, I'll link all of my social medias down in the description if you want to follow me. I'll also have Nick's in there if you want to give him a follow. Super cool dude. Um, really good friend. He's been a really good friend for years. So I'm happy you came on. Thank you for joining me. Yeah, it's been a good time, man. Uh, before I go, I want to give a quick <laughs> shout out. It's my girlfriend recovering from surgery back home. She let me sneak away so I could help Joey out with this. So, uh, and she's actually she's actually a big fan. She's right? a fan of the podcast. She I, listens to all of them. I'm happy happy that I have some supportive people in my life. Um, but with that, guys, I think I'm going to end it right here. Uh, thank you guys again for listening. This has been a really fun time. I will catch you guys in the next one. See ya.